the other reason why women join tables is, ah, oh, finally a place to sit down. <laughs> Here <laughs> like, I thought it, it was for my beautiful haircut. Absolutely not, my guy. So sorry <laughs> to disappoint you. I'm telling you the majority of the time, we are scoping out the club to find <laughs> a, a VIP to join, not because we're interested in you, not because, you know, we even are looking for the free liquor. It's literally, ah, I can fucking sit down. That's the most enjoyable part. If I'm gonna wear stiletto four inch heels, let me sit down. <laughs> Mi gente, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Quien Duetas podcast brought to you by Plural. 2023, it's a new year. So you know we gotta bring you some new things. Instead of one episode a week, we're bringing you two episodes each week. The typical episodes every Tuesday that you're used to hearing, those will continue. We'll continue bringing in guests to join us for a candid conversation around the conflict that they've experienced between professionalism and authenticity. And we're also launching a new series called Thursday Thoughts, where we'll be sharing current events to make sure that you are informed of what's happening in the culture, while also sharing our thoughts on how we're feeling about the subject. You're probably thinking current events well what type of current events if the clip in the intro is any indication on the types of current events that we're going to be talking about let's just say this is going to be a little different than what you're hearing on cnn you feel me with that said let's get into what we're going to be talking about today sorry poppy tour Yes, you heard that. Sorry, Bobby. It's an all-girl reggaeton party that has been going viral, and they're on tour, with the latest stop being in Miami. The party looks poppin', and I wish I could attend, but unfortunately, I can't. Their flyers and marketing material are pretty clear when they say no boys allowed. So, because we care about y'all so much, and we take our research seriously, we sent head of partnerships at Plural, Samara, to go do research attend the party herself and with a couple of her friends to get a first-hand account of what was going down how did she feel before during and after the event and we'll also talk about how does this all relate to work and professionalism you'll be surprised in the episode to hear that it has a lot to do with professionalism but without giving too much away let's let's get let's get into this funny episode about the sorry poppy tour <laughs> You was outside this weekend. I was. I was definitely outside. And it was lovely. I haven't had a night like that in a long time. And the way that everything happened was just so easy. And I kept seeing it, this party. So it's called Sorry Papi. And it's a Pereo party. And it's an all-women reggaeton party. And I'm like, this is interesting. It literally says, like, no boys allowed. Um, and they had it a couple weeks or months back, but I couldn't make it. And so now they had it again. I had a friend coming in from out of town and another friend who was going to end up staying over. And I'm like, hey, y'all down to go to this party? And they're like, okay, yeah, sure. So we're like looking into it. This is like the day of the party. Oh, we're doing a giveaway. Enter for your chance to win free tickets. Okay, Pavel. So tell me why I enter. And I won free tickets. So I was like, oh, this is a sign. Like we have to go. I never so win any of those things so if I did win I was like it, it's definitely a sign literally I I also don't win anything I'm like okay but I also don't enter so <laughs> now I'm like yo, I'm gonna enter more of these giveaways so I end up winning free tickets to go nobody really knows what we're getting into and so like one of my friends it, it's her birthday and we're like okay we'll do dinner and then we'll we'll go over 
what was what were their reaction even when you brought it up though because like you said it's it's a different type of event that you don't necessarily hear often so when you were like yo uh what do you think about going to sorry poppy it's an all-girls event they were like huh i didn't even like frame it as it's an all-girls event i just sent them the post i was like oh do you do you want to go here and they were like yeah and then you know everybody was here and we were getting dressed and somehow it came up and it was like, yeah, it's going to be like, no boys allowed. The conversation's like, yo, I'm, I'm a fucking throw it back tonight. <laughs> this is the night, not holding back. And now as women do, we are coordinating outfits, not necessarily coordinate, but it's like, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? And so I'm like, oh, I'm fucking going in sneakers, pants, jeans that I can move in. Wait, so, but if there were boys there, would you have worn something different? Even selecting the outfit was like a different experience than going to a regular party. We're getting dressed. One of my friends, she's wearing a skirt and the skirt has, you know, like a, like side slits on it. And she's like, oh my God, I ran out of the house so fast. I hope I grabbed the right shorts to put shorts underneath the skirt. Mm. And so she's like getting dressed and she's like, oh, these are like, they're too long, like they're showing. You can see the the shorts underneath the skirt defeats the purpose. Da, da, da. And then it's like, well, there aren't gonna be any guys there. So and she's like, Oh, you're right, fuck the shorts. And so it's like, okay, gonna wear this outfit without fear of any like wardrobe, not even malfunction, just like whatever might possibly happen. That's so, a deep word, fear. But fear. it's it's interesting though, right? Because like you're just going out trying to have a good time, trying to dance. Yet women in the back of their mind, depending on what you wear, there's a fear of not only how you're going to be perceived, but also, oh, yo, shorty wearing a shorter dress. And, oh, yo, no shorts under that. Oh, she wanted. Yeah. And like, even, who knows like, what's going to happen type of shit. Not even like, oh, she wanted. Like literally like men have grabbed asses. Oh, yeah. I've got my dick grabbed in the club plenty of times. Not by men, <laughs> but I'm just uh it happens. It happens in the club. So it's just like, all right. So we get to the venue and we get in and that shit is packed, packed. Like it, it's, there's just so many women there. The people outside of the like area, the security and like, you know, what have you, there were men there, right? Facilities, there's janitors inside, like there's bars, like some of the bartenders, some of like the eateries, there are men there. But other than that, everyone else was a woman. All the DJs were women, the promoters, like all women, and obviously the attendees. So we kept talking about it. And the word that kept coming up is safe. This feels so safe on so many different levels, right? Safe to be able to wear whatever we wanted to wear. So we get inside and there's, you know, women in there that are in you know sneakers and you know baggy jeans and a t-shirt whatever and then there's women with very little fabric on their bodies and it's just yes and it was so supportive and you know good there were lines at the bar and it was like two by two and everybody was just organized no and they were courteous and polite and again it was it was full full of women not once did anybody grab me by the waist to move me aside. It was like, oh, excuse me, coming through. And you, you know, like if you need to get someone's attention, like the shoulder, the arm is right there. I understand sometimes you need to touch someone, but 
it does not need to be their waist. And then there was a lot of dancing. And you the- felt more comfortable dancing in that room full of all the women compared to like, let's say a mixed crowd. Yeah. It's just like the kind of dancing, right? Yeah. Tell me about that. It's again, this is a, a, a reggaeton party, right? So there mm-hmm. are a lot of opportunities to gyrate and twerk and just fucking, you know, see if you still got Meg the Stallion knees <laughs> and drop it low, right? And there's a lot of ass shaking. And a lot of times we may even like hold back how into a song we are and how much we're dancing because of the spectators. Like nobody's checking for anyone. Like you're just like in your own world, right? And so in a mixed party, like sometimes you notice like guys like just staring at you drooling. And sometimes guys will come up behind you to dance with you. And that just may not be like what you're trying to do. And for whatever reason, like maybe I just spent seven minutes pop lock and dropping it and I I need to breathe. Don't come up behind me. You had more freedom to just dance how you wanted to dance. And also the other thing is like not being recorded. There's a big like hesitation in dancing in whatever way you want, because who knows who's going to pull out their cell phone and start recording you and like have that shit to like look at later or post or what have you. I forget what it's called now because it's changed names so many times, but in the Bronx, it was um, Jimmy's, um, yeah, or Jimmy's Cafe that went to X-Bar that is now Salsa Con Fuego. Exactly. And I remember the last time that I went to Salsa Con Fuego, there was a guy with a camera and the images that he was shooting was going back to the main stage and like the big screen behind the stage. But what he's shooting and the angles, it looks like you know, something that it was on BET after dark coming up under skirts and stuff. Yo, like I don't need my whole fucking ass on this giant screen. So you can't let loose. You can't be free. You can't truly enjoy it. And with this, I feel like you could. I would love to wait in line with the women as they come in and just ask them, are you going to tell your coworkers about this weekend? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, or are you just going to lie? Like, are you going to show them the highlight reel of the Sorry Poppy tour? Or are you going to be like, oh, I don't want to explain what the hell Sorry Poppy is. I don't want to explain why it's a women-only party and, like, what why be throwing ass at it. It's just so much, so much explanation that you got to go through. Yeah, I did talk to some of the women that went there, how they felt and kind of, like, their take and their experience of it. One of the women that I was speaking to, she happens to work in HR. And so I asked her, I was like, oh, so... When you go back to work, what do you say? And she's like, nah, I don't even like accept coworkers on my social media. My shit is private and they they cannot come in. And she works in, you know, a predominantly white, you know, organization. And I'm like, so like, what are you going to say? She'll be like, oh, high level, nothing too, too revealing. Just like, oh yeah, I just went out with a couple of girlfriends. It was nice. She's like, cause I don't want to explain number one, like what is it a reggaeton? And <laughs> <laughs> what does a, like a video party consist of? And then like, it's all women. And then it's like, is this something for like lesbians? She's like, cause they would go there. They would absolutely go there. And then it's like, are you a lesbian? She's like, it just would open me up to so many questions that the assumptions that would be made on that. 
And so she's like, nah, I'm absolutely not being in HR specifically. Like you have to have a certain image. And I'm like, so HR though, like that's mostly women that you work with, I'm assuming, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, so even then, like you don't feel comfortable, like sharing with them what you did and she's like yeah because like okay we're all women but you're a white woman and your experience in life is very different and how you got to where you are is very different and the standards that you you know people have for you is very different unfortunately we're fed this lie that we're in competition with one another and there's not enough room for all of us at the table So when women start climbing the ladder and they start advancing in their careers, unfortunately, the way that that's usually done is by emulating male traits, which tend to be, you know, aggressive, assertive, what have you, um, which tend to be in competition versus in collaboration. And there's this like scarcity mindset that, we're like fed into that isn't real at the end of the day there's more than enough room for all of us but then that's when like the cattiness comes out and that's where like women start to like not be nice to each other because it's like I have to fight to get here and now like you're gonna come as well so I thought that was really interesting because I thought if you're in a space at least with women it's more inviting And it almost seemed like it was less inviting for her to be able to be like, yeah, like this is who I am and like whatever, because they'll find any reason to hold it against you. I remember having a director that said she would never work for, she would never work under a woman, essentially reporting into a woman. She was like, I only report to men and because of everything that you just mentioned right now. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. I'll tell you that my most toxic managers were women. The worst work experience that I ever had, I had a a, a white woman as a manager. And I have been blocked by women managers more than by male managers. And I almost wonder if it's because like, maybe men don't recognize women as like direct competition. Whereas like a woman to another woman's like, okay, well, if she gets promoted, like she's that much closer to potentially taking my job. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's assumptions, but in my experience, like it's, it's been more challenging working under women than it has been working under men. Interesting. Mihente, as we wrap up this week's episode of Thursday Thoughts, it's important not only to share our thoughts, but to leave you with some thought starters so that you can continue this conversation with yourself and maybe even people in your community. As Samara said during the episode, a word that stood out to her was safe. Labeling that emotion is so important because you can actually look up the definition of that word to truly understand how you're feeling, as well as think about, well, what other instances do I feel safe in? Also, what other instances do I not feel safe in? And then you can start to plan your day, your week, your life around those feelings, essentially removing yourself from places where you do not feel safe 
and including plans with more of those places and people where you do feel safe. But in order to make that decision for yourself and positively impact your life, it takes a little bit of self-reflection. For this week, let's think about the word safe. When do you feel the most safe? And when do you feel unsafe? Tune in next week for another episode of Thursday Thoughts, where we'll go over another current event that's impacting the culture.